On today's show, we will be discussing Faith and the Fourth, Spirituality and Star Wars, all coming at you next. What's up, everybody? I am Russ Dornish with Crossfire Faith and Gaming, and joining me today on the show is my co-host, as always, the Reverend David Petty. What's up, everybody? It's great to be together. Great to be on your news feeds and your podcasts in your ears. Thanks for tuning in. And also joining us today, as always, is my other co-host, Brian. I'm happy to be here once again. So today, like I said in the intro, we are talking about faith in the Force, spirituality in Star Wars, because guess what? It is May the 4th this week, so may the 4th be with you guys. And also with you. And also with you. Perfect. We're getting into high church. Now that's what I'm talking about. Okay, so on today's show, we're going to discuss, obviously, Star Wars and religion and Christianity and our own faith, Um, but to kind of get us kicked off and started... Uh, let's kind of do kind of a summary, not of Star Wars, but of kind of your idea and thoughts and how you see the Christianity relating to Star Wars as a whole. David, what are your thoughts on how uh, Christianity and Star Wars relate to one another? Yeah, so Star Wars is really a universe that was created by George Lucas uh, in line with the faith stories of our our many traditions. Uh, so I see the, the concepts of spirituality, the concepts of uh, who is God, right? is what the force is all about. So the force is like one language for God that uh, you know some people call God Yahweh, some people call God uh, Jehovah, some people call God Jesus, some people call God uh, you know all, all the different names for God. Um, I just like blanked for a half second. All the names for God. George Lucas calls it the force. So I I think there's so much spirituality that's just kind of imbued into this franchise from the get-go um, because it's so universal. Brian, what are your thoughts on how you see uh, Star Wars relating to your faith and, and Christianity as a whole? Yeah, I, th- I think it's interesting to jump off of David's point of, you know, even though I, I you know, George Lucas has said, like, he didn't intend for... Uh, the force to be sort of within the Judeo-Christian tradition, I I think there's still a lot of spiritual truths and, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, pieces of faith journey that we see in Star Wars that I think are still really relevant to our own faith journey. Um, And and that's why I think it's, you know, an interesting topic for us to look at as Christians. Um, Because, I think there are still things we can learn and um, parallels that we can draw uh, with both within, you know, the Bible in terms of stories there, as well as our own faith journey. And we can really use Star Wars as a story and kind of an example, I think, to to really be able to show and, um, you know, be a witness to people who are you know, just starting their faith journey or maybe in specific times of their faith journey. You know, the Bible was written so long ago and it's sometimes very difficult to read. I remember growing up and not really, you know, where can I start or where where should I read? Or I hear about all these awesome stories, but when I go to read them, it doesn't make sense. To me, I'm thinking in like 
regular book term or movie term in how it should play out for me to understand it. Um, and I think having stories like Star Wars can really help us in being able to use that as an example to kind of relate that back to the Bible and relate that back to our faith. Um, I know one thing that'll come up, uh, obviously, with this, it, it comes up every time we kind of talk about pop culture and Christianity, uh, which is, of course, the the recent kind of jokes, and I love jumping in on these jokes, but it's the idea that the youth pastor always relates the most, you know, normal things back to God to try and relate with the youngins. Uh, however, I do feel like, and and again, we we talked about this while George Lucas did said that it's not meant to be a direct correlation to just Christianity. His thoughts and his exact words are that Star Wars is an analogy for religion in general and all religions hold a lot of the same core beliefs and the biggest one being that george lucas said is directly kind of the reason and kind of where star wars came from was this idea that we should be good to one another and we should love one another and that love is such an important impactful thing and you see that throughout the entire star wars saga no matter what you're looking at so today what i think we're going to do next is dive into and we've kind of each brought different pieces of the Star Wars saga. So what are some characters that you see and how they relate to both us, our religion, our faith, and the Bible as a whole? David, what are what is your character that you think and you see really relate to that? Yeah, for me, it's Anakin. Uh, I see Anakin, and this is a good point. I'm just going to stop. Uh, we are going to have spoilers on this show. If you've never seen Star Wars, you've been holding off you're waiting until the 50th year uh, reunion of, you know, I don't know. We're going to talk about Star Wars, so if you haven't seen it, hopefully this is not new to you. But uh, but Anakin, in the prequels, we see young Anakin, who is very sensitive to the Force, but doesn't really know it. Um, and is just starting to understand that he has more power in him than, uh, and through the Force, right, that he's able to kind of tap into this spiritual power uh, than he realizes. And so then we see this journey of him discovering that, him kind of aligning with that, uh, studying and training in the way, right? Uh, in, in not that the way, but uh, studying and training in the way of the Jedi, uh, and then eventually deciding that he actually wants more personal power, right? He's a little bit more selfish, goes dark side. Uh, we didn't even talk about light and dark sides, but but he goes dark side because of his personal desire for power, because of his selfishness. Um, but even at the very end, like even though he is this despicable character, and I love this because it's such a, a parallel with the biblical stories of, of Moses and of Paul uh, and of King David and kind of these characters that are at points despicable people because of what they've done. But that Luke in Anakin's death, on Anakin's deathbed, right, not a bed, but upon Anakin's almost dying, uh, Luke then sees this good in him and, and invites him into redemption, right? So this is a wonderful moment where it reminds me that none of us are really beyond redemption, uh, that despite how despicable we may have been, despite how... Um, unholy our past is that God sees in us better versions of ourselves. So, um, so that's for me, Anakin is kind of one of those key characters. That's the, one of the threads that goes throughout the whole series, but also then ties in with so many biblical narratives that it's hard to ignore. 
So Brian, what about you? What are your what are your narratives? Or who's your character? Yeah, and mine jumps right off of what you just talked about in terms of a redemption story. My character is Kylo Ren, um, and you know his journey of falling away from the light and uh, you know pursuing the dark, and yet at the end of his life we see that moment of redemption, right? And even though he may have done terrible things um, and perhaps even himself thought that there was no chance for him to be redeemed, that ultimately, uh, you know, that was possible that, you know, and, and for me that relates to, you know, our journey with Christ, we may go very far away uh, from Christ uh, and we may pursue the things of the world and, uh, we may do many terrible things uh, during our life, but, you know, we're never too far away, right? There's there's no possibility for us to do anything that can permanently separate us from God. Uh, ultimately, you know, salvation is available for everyone. Um, and even if it takes until the last moment of your life, that's that's still something that's there, right? You can still turn to Christ. I, I think the, the great thing about both your guys' characters too, is kind of the juxtaposition of, of how they fall to the dark side and how that really relates with who we are as people, you know, Anakin, like, like you said, Dave was looking for that power, was trying to do it out of love, was trying to kind of justify his sin and justify what he was doing and the path he was going down and, and reasons for why. And then on the other side, Kylo Ren, I think his was not fully a selfish reason, but he went through betrayal and the inability to forgive his mentor and somebody he trusted, which I think is another huge lesson that we as Christians could really understand and look at um, as we journey down this. And I think there's plenty of, you know, biblical uh, background to kind of back up both of those things of both those things being things that Jesus tells us are things we shouldn't seek, or we should be able to forgive others and we should be able to love on others and, and not let that affect us and really harm, you know, who we are um, as people. And so I think both of those are great, great examples of that. On my end, um, I'm looking at kind of the relationship and kind of the evolution of a character that is Luke and then also him going through his Jedi training in a different way uh, with his Jedi master Yoda and how that kind of started off and went, you know, Luke is this kid that has no idea kind of what's going on. He's kind of brought into this world. He's just kind of living his life gets thrown in head first and he's got to kind of think on his feet and learn things quickly. And he gets kind of his whole world turned upside down when his first mentor is no longer with him. And he's told that he needs to go see this Yoda fella. That's supposed to be a Jedi master that can help him, you know, bridge that gap. And when he gets to, to the planet, it's a gross dingy place that he's just like, I, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. And when he first runs into Yoda, he's like, leave me alone. You are not who I believe. It's kind of funny that we just went through the Easter season because it reminds me of the story of the road to Emmaus where they don't uh, recognize Jesus after he is resurrected. And so they don't assume or they don't think, and they don't believe. And, you know, you have the story of, of the person who's like, I'm not going to believe you until you prove it to me. You almost see this happen with Luke here with Yoda, where he's, 
Like, you're not a Jedi Master. You're this little, like, two-foot-tall green thing uh, that can barely walk, has a walking cane, and talks really funny. Like, you're not a Jedi Master. No. And I love how when he finally, like, okay, you're Yoda. Let me go through this training. Uh, and even then you get that kind of uh, karate kid moment where Yoda's having him do all this, like jumping up and down logs and backflips and carrying Yoda like a backpack. I'm literally quoting the song seagulls. If nobody understands that right now, uh, but uh, you're, he's doing all this stuff and he's finally like, okay, seriously, what does this have to do with becoming a Jedi master? I need to become a Jedi master. And finally Yoda tells him like, Hey, using the force lift this spaceship out of the, the the swamp and luke of course laughs and says it's impossible he gives it a try but of course he doesn't believe so nothing happens uh this all comes back to the verse uh luke chapter 17 verse 16 which is hilarious that it is in luke uh we got the parallels there luke and this verse because this this plays into that perfectly and the lord said if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the seed, and it would obey you. This is literally Yoda telling Luke, if you have faith in the force, you can lift even this spaceship and have it do what you want. Uh, and I love that Yoda immediately says, you don't have enough faith. Look at what you can do with it. And he just lifts the spaceship up, uh, which I think then goes into the realization and, and idea for Luke that, oh my gosh, okay, that's my first real example. I've finally been shown what it is to, to, to mean this. And so I think with this conversation with what we're having, I think the best thing that we can do, the three of us can do, especially for anybody watching, whether you're, you're a Christian, whether you're not a Christian, like that's okay, all of that is okay. But how does this relate to our life? The question I have is, <coughs> excuse me, what can Star Wars teach us about the role of faith and spirituality in our own lives and how can we apply these lessons to our daily practice? David, what are your thoughts on this and how somebody listening right now, whether they're Christian or not, can take something like Star Wars that they love and know very well and then relate that back to potentially Christianity, belief, and how we can go about our daily lives with that? Yeah, I think um, I want to piggyback off something you said earlier to get into that, which is uh, the concept that there's nowhere that we can go, uh, and in the in the movies, right? There's no place that any character can go where the force does not exist. You can't go hide in like a cave that is, you know, the the force can't enter that cave um, because it is in everything, it is through everything, it is everywhere. So this kind of omnipresent force, uh, and it reminds me of the verse in Romans eight thirty eight that says, you know, neither height nor depth nor angels nor demons nor things present nor things to come. I'm probably paraphrasing here, but basically nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, right? So the idea that, that no matter where you are, no matter what you've done, that God is always with you, right? That the force as in Star Wars, is always with Luke, it's always with Yoda, it's always with Obi-Wan. Even after those characters die, the Force is with them, and they are with the Force, and there is this energy to everything. Um, so I would say that's that's one of the first and foremost things. I would say the other thing is the concept that uh, nobody's beyond redemption, and the concept that it takes work, right? Like, you don't... Young Anakin doesn't just wake up one day and go like, oh man, I just heard about the Force, like, cool, I'm gonna just start doing Force things. 
No, like it takes work, it takes training, it takes it takes discipline to get better every day, right? And there are going to be times in our lives where we have to choose Harry Potter quote here, we have to choose between what is easy and what is right. Anyway, um, so so those choices we're going to have to choose sometimes between do we do the thing that's selfish that's much more like the Sith, or do we do the thing that's best for the most people that's much much more Jedi-like? And then I think the last concept I want to bring into this this is the concept of um, of community and apprenticeship, if you will, right? That we see these these Jedi masters and they take on trainees and. And they, you know, at one point there's like a whole school of Padawans. Sad what happens to them. But but that if this is going to be something that we continue to share with other people, we have to share it with other people, right? There's this through thread uh, throughout the series of the Jedi Order ceasing to exist, right? There's literally a movie called The Last Jedi. Um so what happens if the people who follow the way of the force stop following the way of the force, right? And this happens because people are selfish, because people, uh, you know, would rather not, because they, they find the force is going to be a threat. Um, and so I think for those of us who are followers of Christ, it is up to us to then portray following Christ to other people and to do so in a healthy way, right? We have to be careful that we don't just go in there and be like, all right, we're going to train you in the force. And then, whoa, well, maybe you're a bad person. I don't know if I trust you. Surprise, Kylo Ren. Um, so I, I think it's up to us to then take people under our wing, to poke them, say, hey, I think I see something in you that would be brought to its best conclusion by following these teachings of Christ. Like, let me introduce you to the Christ that I know. Um, so those would be probably the three things to me, is the omnipresence, uh, the... Oh, I forgot the second point already. The omnipresence, the um, fact that we have to share it with one another, and, and I guess the choices, right? That we every day we get to wake up and decide to be a better person. Brian, what are your thoughts on this and how it should apply to your daily life or how you apply it to your yeah, life? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know the stories we tell are an important part of our tradition, right? And the way that we use stories to relate to our own life and sort of understand our own life. And I think that's true for both uh, Bible stories and for, uh, you know, for stories in our media. Um, and I, th I think we can find, you know, we can find parallels and ways that those relate to each other Um and we can use that to inform our own journey uh, of faith, right? Um, and we can use that to understand, uh, you know, our own struggles. And there are times that we are going to have, uh, you know, maybe a crisis of faith, but that it's also, uh, you know, important to understand that, uh, you know, that, that we can always be redeemed, Um and, and so I think, I, I think that's, it's, it's just important that we keep that in mind, um, you know, that this, this, this is a way that we can use to relate to our own lives and our own faith journey. Yeah. And, you know, 
as I look at this question and I look at where, where we're at with this, I mean, the biggest thing that I go back to, and, and again, this is me, this is me talking directly. If you're listening, if you're watching this, you know, I know that everybody goes through difficult and hard times. Um, we all have been there. We've all had different issues. We've all had all sorts of things happen to us. Okay. Know that you're not alone first and foremost, you know, um, you have plenty of people out there that care about you, no matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter what you are, no matter anything about you. And I think this is a huge piece of Star Wars that we can take and that you can take right now and be able to apply it and understand really what Christianity, I think, believing is all about. Um, we, we, we go to the biggest, the biggest quote in all of Star Wars. I call it the biggest quote in all of Star Wars, which is Yoda's quote in the prequels talking about Anakin and his fall to the dark side. Okay. And I have the actual quote. So it's fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Okay. All of this stuff is definitely true in our faith walk and where we are today. Second uh, Timothy 1.7 says, For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. And I think that is just a beautiful kind of summation of what Yoda just said, which is, as a believer, as a follower of Christ, as somebody in a faith community, we can go without fear. Like you need to realize that you don't need to have fear about anything that's going on. Okay. Because God does provide your community will provide your friendships and the people you hold dear to you uh, in this community will thrive with you and will be there for you and will help you through that fear. And so I just think that that's a huge message that we can take from the entire star Wars saga of all of these people, of why they turn to the dark side, why they, they turn bad, why do the good people do the good things? Why do they try to do the good things? And it is the, the the greatest message of Christianity, which is, you know, our goal and our job as Christians, no matter what is going on. This is a very, a very, I think, sensitive subject nowadays. But it's the idea that we need to love our neighbors, love each other, you know, and that needs to be the most important and drastic thing. And everything else needs to kind of just fall behind the wayside. And so that is what I think is a huge, huge piece that we can get with uh, Star Wars and Christianity and faith. David, what kind of your thoughts on that and kind of to yeah. close your thoughts and ideas of what we're talking about today? Well, I'm going to I'm gonna see your Timothy scripture. I'm going to raise you 1 John 4, 18 uh, that says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. Right, and I put, I'm pretty sure it's that passage that goes on to then say God is love. So, um, the idea that, and I, I go back to uh, you know one of the great spiritual leaders of our time, uh, Jim Carrey. Um, just kidding. I, you know he's got some good advice uh, in certain things, but he gave a, a commencement speech one time, and he said every day you get to make two choices. You get to choose between love and fear, and those two things will motivate every choice that you make. Right, which kind of goes back to the scripture that I just read, kind of goes back to what we're talking about in Star Wars, right? That every choice is motivated by either fear or love. And the choices that we make out of fear usually end up causing more harm, more damage, but the choices that we make out of love are the choices that are more like the light side in Star Wars. Um, so I would just, you know, I would encourage everybody, you know, every time they're, they're, faced with making choices to say, is this choice based out of fear 
or is it based out of love? I. It's funny you say that because it's literally just going through my head like that is Anakin to a T uh, in the prequels. He literally thinks he's making a decision based on love, that I am turning to the dark side to save my wife, to save the person that I love. But when he's in actuality, of losing does, her. Yes, he is. He doesn't care what she might think about it. Like he doesn't think like, will she be okay with this? This idea because the whole prequel is about is about her trying to take down tyranny. And what does Anakin do? Well, I'm not going to lose you, so I'm going to become a tyrannical leader. I'm going to become the tyranny. <laughs> uh, that's the answer. Is well, I can do it better than everybody else. Right. When she has said the whole time, I don't want that. It's just insane that like you bring that up, you bring that verse up, and it is like a T. What ends up happening is he succumbs to the fear that gets put inside of him by Darth Sidious, by you know whatever you want to call him, Palpatine, everything. He puts that fear into him that he is going to lose her unless he does this thing, and that is why he acts. So, bam, right there, fear cannot be your driving force behind what you do in life. Brian, what what is kind of your thoughts on this and kind of your summation and summary that you want to kind of close us? Yeah, out and I mean, here? I mean that that goes right in the end of the story that we talked about before, which is even though Anakin was motivated by fear, and even though he you know, did many terrible things in his lifetime. Ultimately he was redeemed. Right. And that can be the same for us. And I think that's what, and, and my question for you, Brian is what redeems him? Cause it goes again, back to this theme. What is it that redeems Darth Vader in the yeah, end? It's, it's ultimately the, the faith of his son, right. That, that there is still that good in him and that, you know, that he still has the ability to be redeemed. Right. Uh, you know, ultimately, it's it's the sharing that, of that, that message faith, that that and that faith. The relationship is called love. Love. Right. Yep. It, it is. It I is wish Luke's I could drop love. My mic. I can't. I, I can't know. I I you know t- even just talking about this, like we're seeing the bookends of the story that George Lucas told. Which again, I think you know, there's a lot of problems with the new movies. We get that. We could have an entire podcast about that. I think. <laughs> Honestly, having this discussion here, I'm I'm seeing part of the reasons that I think it failed is because it did kind of miss the overall real true deep theme. Like, yes, we got the the redemption of Kylo Ren and all that, but I'm also just seeing like, Dave, you talked about the idea that, you know, there is work that needs to be involved. Well, part of the problem that people have with the new movies is Ray doesn't really put in any work. She just becomes a powerful Jedi like almost overnight. There's, there's not a, really there's that. a little training montage. There is, but I, that didn't come until like the third movie when they finally started showing her doing that. My point was like literally without any training, she's doing, you know, forced waving and telling people what to do and, and you know, all that stuff. And it's just like, it took, it took others a lot longer to be able to do that. But she's got but, lots of mini clones. <laughs> correct. She's, she's the ultimate because she's, you know, a clone. Well, whatever. Uh, yes, connected to that. Uh, but the point is, like Brian said, and what we just said, the bookend is fear turned Anakin to the dark side. Love brought yeah. him back. Luke's unwavering, unconditional love of his father to say, I love you no matter what, Dad, and I don't believe you're a bad person. And that is what changed him in the end. And I think that is the biggest thing that we can take as Christians going forward and the thing that we really need to see and understand about Christianity, which is 
It is about how we love one another, and it is about how we go about doing that. And can we do no harm to others, and can we not succumb to the fear that we have in our own lives? So I think that's kind of a great bookend to this. Any last thoughts, David, on this? It's about how much God loves us. Yeah. Yep. That, That God looks at us and says, I see what you've done. I see the past you've had. I see that you have been less than perfect. But I still love you. And I still believe that, that and I'm, we're going to go back to the podcast stuff we talked about one time before, that you know, if you just look at, at the original creation narrative found in Genesis, that before there was original sin, there was blessing. That we were created and created to be good. And so God sees us and says, like, you know, like the prodigal son, come home. I'm not disappointed. I'm not upset. I'm not going to punish you. Come home. I love you. So I, I think that that for us is then to take that love of God and extend that much grace to everyone we meet in every situation that we're in. To say, I will forgive and believe in the best in you because God believes in the best in me. And I think that is a fantastic place to leave off the uh, podcast because that is, I think, the perfect summation and kind of culmination of everything we discussed and what it really comes down to. So uh, before we head out, just so you guys know, if you guys like what we're doing here, if you love this podcast, if you love the idea of what Crossfire Faith and Gaming is, please, please, please go to our website at crossfirecast.com and follow us on all of our socials. We post tons of things, whether it's you know motivational quotes, Bible verses, funny videos, uh, video game stuff. It's all available to you. And on top of that, make sure you guys join our Discord. You can join it through our website at crossfirecast.com. We hang out. We have community there. We do community together. We meet once a week for fellowship, devotion, and uh, just a fun hangout time. So if you're looking for that community, we can be that community for you, hopefully. Uh, So make sure you check that out. And if you're watching this on YouTube or your podcast services, do all the usual things you hear people say. Subscribe. Hit the bell. Hit a like. Uh, give us a review on a podcast service, you know, subscribe to our podcast, all of it, do all of it. And Hey, if you ever want uh, somebody to talk to or anything like that, reach out to us, you know, that we're, we're always available for that. And we are here for you. Uh, so as always, thank you to my co-host, uh, the Reverend David Petty and Brian, we appreciate you. And thank you guys so much for listening and watching. You are loved. You matter. You belong. God bless. And we'll see you next time.